Yo, 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 what's going on, everybody? Uh, D-Row here, a whole lot of nothing. Doing um, part two of the three-part AL-NL divisional breakdown uh, for fantasy and just overall talking wins, losses, how the team's look and everything. Uh, this morning, I recorded the American League and National League East divisions. Um, if I sounded a little shot, I had just woken up and wanted to get it done before I uh, went to work. It's back but um, here, you know, all ready to go. Going to start off with the AL Central. Um, way I'm going to do it, I'm going to talk about the team I think should have come in from last to first in the divisions. Um, and I'm going to do that for, obviously, NL Central. And tomorrow, I'm going to be recording the NL AL West. I'll do the same thing there. So, let's just jump into it. AL first, we're going to start with the... Um, who I think here. I'm going to go with the Royals. Um, I think the Royals are going to finish last in that division. Um, you know, it's tough between them and the White Sox, but um, overall, I actually think the White Sox might have a better rotation than the Royals do. Um, you know, the Royals got, got a couple decent guys. Um, you know, just looking through looking through the Royals, it's breaking down. Uh, Whit Merrifield, probably one of the only guys you're going to look at on their offense to... Um, really stash and fantasy. I mean, you know, Billy Hamilton probably as well because of his uh, the amount of steals he gets. Um, same thing with Merrifield. Um, one is a leadoff hitter, gets up a ton, um, plays three or four different positions in fantasy, and you know he gets swipes a couple bags during the year. Um, you know, has a great batting average. He is probably one of the only guys here you want to really stash for your teams. Um, you know, depending on the catcher availability, you got Mar- Martin Maldonado. Um, who's it being there right now? Um, you know, Jorge Soler, Alex Gordon. Alex Gordon, I think, starting on the DL. He, not the DL, but he won't be um, ready for opening day, I believe. Um, but, you know, there's no real... I mean, depending on, like, Jorge Soler and Ryan O'Hearn, I guess, for your, your power hitters, there's really nothing to speak of um, to generate much runs for the Royals. Um, so they'll be playing a lot of small ball, which... I mean, they have been, you know, they've, even when they went to the World Series those two years, they were strictly a contact hitting team. They didn't hit a lot of long balls. Um, their ballpark down there is one of the worst hitting ballparks in, uh, in the entire league. So, you know, I guess putting together a team that um, hits more contact and spreads the ball around is better. But I still think this lineup has a while to go before it can really start to produce and be effective. The rotation, uh, you know, a couple of these guys, you know, Danny Duffy, um, you know, has his moments. Uh, he's would not consider him, you know, a number one or number two guy on most rosters. Jacob Junis, Ian Kennedy. Um, you know, not, you know, Junis had a decent year last year. I think it was his first year up in the league. Um, you know, he has some promise, but I don't think he's been great this spring. Uh, he's going to be in the rotation just because the lack of other arms they have. So, um, I'm not saying go out there right now and pick him up or anything like that, but he's going to be, he's going to be getting a ton of innings pitched. Uh, he does get some decent, decent number of strikeouts. Um, so that's one guy I I guess I would, I'm not saying I'm going to trust him over Danny Duffy, uh, or Brad Keller, but I mean, overall the rotation is not great. Uh, Brad Boxberger, uh, the closer that's slotted in right now. Uh, hasn't had a too great of a spring himself, but when he was down in Tampa, uh, he had did very well um, for the Rays. 
and I forget where he was last season, but he did pretty well there as well. Um, the Royals probably 62 to 68 wins for the season. I don't think they're going to do very well at all. Um, you know, we'll see how these young guys really progress throughout the year, but I think they're going to struggle early and their rotation is not strong enough to keep them in games if they're, uh, if they're not producing on the offensive side. All right, so moving on from the Royals. Um, to finish fourth in the division, it's... Hmm. Yeah, it's going to be the White Sox. Um, start with that tough. I, I was looking at the, the Tigers lineup and roster for a minute, but it's it's definitely the White Sox. Uh you know, I definitely think compared to last year, where they were pretty much abysmal, uh, they're definitely being more improved. Um, I think Moncada and Abreu, uh, y- Yander Alonso, you know, those are pretty nice pieces on the offensive side. If Moncada could have a uh, more of a bounce back year compared to what he did last year, that would be huge for them. Uh, John Jay, you know, in right field, uh, he's got speed. You can definitely get on and swipe a couple bags, get in a scoring position quick. Jose Abreu, you know, I mean, guy's been around forever. Good defensive player. Does you know he can still hit the long ball? Uh, you know, real good eye at the plate. He's gonna put up some good numbers for you. You know, he's he's uh, he's sturdy, stable. You know, he's not someone you want to go out and get early on. Um, but if he's still there, near like the, it's like the middle, um, a little before the middle of the draft. Obviously, I mean, at that point you're gonna snag him. Uh, no question about it. You'll probably be very happy with him. Uh, the pitching staff, uh, Carlos Rodon is slated to slate for opening day. Um, him and Ronaldo Lopez, another guy that's um, in the rotation, uh, have had have not had the best um, of springs. Like I mean, most of these guys in this division because they just aren't very strong. Uh, you know, Rodon his last start in the, uh, to close out spring, you know, wasn't very strong. Uh, he gave up a couple home runs, I believe. Same thing with um, Ronaldo Lopez. Um, and Lopez overall in the spring, he's let up 10 runs on like 15-plus innings. Uh, he's had 14 strikeouts, but he's just, you know, have a couple of decent innings here, but then he, he just has one bad inning where he falls apart and is completely shelled. So, I mean, besides I mean, the rest of the rotation, you got, you know, Ivan Nova, you know, what does he have left? Lucas Giolito, you know, a young kid, uh, you know, got to watch how he pre- um, develops. He pitched pretty well last year when he was up. Um, you know, they have some decent guys, but I guess Ronaldo Lopez and Carlos Rodon at the top of your rotation are the two guys you want to pay most attention to. Um, you know, if Rodon, you're going to have, he's the number one. Um, but he's probably the only guy at this time you're really going to want to stash. Besides, you, I mean, you're definitely going to have want. Uh, Want or have Alex Colomay, their closer, had a great year last year. Uh, he's got shutdown stuff, uh, excellent closer. Uh, so if you can get it to him, I mean, the most likely guys early will probably rode on uh, just based off of, you know, what they've done. Lopez, if he can get his stuff squared away by the time, um, you know, his first start comes up, first first three starts come around, and uh, when the season begins, we'll see what he, what he can be. But besides that, uh, White Sox, probably right around, 
what the you know what I was saying for the Royals. Um, you know, their cap is seventy wins in the year. I mean, probably probably sixty five to seventy, like just barely better than the Royals. They'll be battling not for last in the division. Wouldn't be surprised if they finish within a game or two. Um, by the end of the year. Uh, but I do definitely expect to see improvement from some of their young guys. That's that's for sure. All right, moving along. It's going to be... We're going to go with the Tigers. We're going to finish off Tigers, Twins, and Indians. That's how I think it's going to go down. Uh, Tigers, we're going to project them about 75 wins. Yeah, about 75 to 78 wins. Uh, leading definitely more towards the low end. But, um, you know, their, their rotation isn't bad. I mean, compared to the last two uh, rotations we're looking at, you know, Jordan Zimmerman, you know, he's a veteran. He's been around forever. Uh, he could still get out there. He's going to give you solid innings. Uh, he's no quitting him. Uh, he's, he's a real pro. So, you know, that's, that's, he's, he's solid. Uh, Yeah, so I mean, beyond Jordan Zimmerman, you got like Matthew Boyd, uh, fine, fine young lefty. Um, we'll see what he can do this year. Uh, follow up last year, Matt Moore, I have zero faith in. Um, ever since he had Tommy John back when he was with the Rays, um, as you can see, even talking yesterday, a lot of these guys were once in the Rays organization and left or were traded or uh, just unable to, you know, obviously resign them because of money issues. But Matt Moore, uh, he was never really the same after Tom and John went to the Giants. Completely got shelled when he's out there. Since he's moved around, you know, he's been, you know, he's, in my opinion, he's trash. You know, I mean, for, for them, you know, in this division, we'll see what he can do. It's probably the last road for him. I don't see if he can get out of here, go somewhere else. I don't know who else would want him. At this point, uh, especially he's getting, he's definitely been around. He's not young, is what I'm trying to get at. Uh, so yeah, I mean, Tyson Ross, okay, Danny Norris, eh, you know, very weak, very weak, um, very weak starter. I mean, the back end's bad, you know, it is what it is. Boyd and Zimmerman, you know, okay, that you know, that they were both fine last year, uh, that back end. I could say is better than the other the first two teams, you know, the um, the White Sox and the Royals, but, you know, this division's pretty bad. So, they all, they're all bad for a reason, so why wouldn't it be pitching? Uh, the closer, Shane Green, he had a crazy year last year. Uh, he kept going out there, just being thrown out, gathering up all these saves. Um, you know, he's going to be on, every, you know, he's obviously going to be rostered. Uh, I'll just be careful with him. Uh, he's not great at all. I mean, I think he had his best year last year, uh, statistically, um, by far. So just, um, I don't know. I, I think he's definitely going to have a down year. That's just my opinion. I think he's going to definitely blow a couple more saves. He's going to be, uh, you know, hitters are definitely going to figure him out a little more. I just I don't know. Something about him I'm just a little worried about. Uh, offensively, you know, some of these guys have been here for a while. You know, you got Miggy. Uh, Nick Castellanos has been here for a while. Um, Jordy Mercer. Oh, he hasn't been here for a while, but the guy's been around the league. Jacoby Jones. You know, I mean, 
Josh Harrison from the Pirates. You know, he's over here. Um, no, a mix of young and some young guys and some real, real veterans. Uh, I don't know how much Cabrera has left in the tank. I mean, he's been there for, you know, 15, it's like 12, 15 years. He's been, he's been around forever. Nick Castellanos had a nice year last year. We'll see if he can, you know, try and replicate that. Um, but, you know, he's fine. He, I have no problem. Castellanos is a fine player. Josh Harrison's hot and cold. Uh, Jordy Mercer, he's fine defensively. Can't expect too much. It's fine defensively. Can't expect a lot offensively. That's, you know, Jacoby Jones is more of a, more of a defensive fielder. Um, out there in center, he's got speed, but you know, he's not the best offensive player, which is basically the story of this entire division. So, Tigers, yeah, low end 70, 75 ish, probably overall. That's all I really got on them. Now, we're gonna move on to the oh, yeah, we got, we got the we got the twins. All right, we got the twins. Let's see what we got here. Um, like the rotation a lot better. Like the, the, rota- the rotation difference between the twins and the Indians, obviously compared to the White Sox, Royals, and Tigers, is why there's such a huge disparity in this division. Um, I mean, obviously, you look at look at the twins: Jose Barrios, Jake Odorizzi, uh, Michael Pineda, and Kyle Gibson. I mean, that right there, that's that's a solid four. Like, there's no question about that. Um, you know, Pineda, Kyle Gibson, they've been around, they're proven. Jake Odorizzi uh, came back. Another guy that was with Tampa. Uh, he was with the Twins last year, had a great year. Jose Barrio, solid year last year. Uh, interesting part um, for the closer, Trevor May. Uh, new manager, Rocco Baldelli, came out and um, said that May and Blake Parker uh, could both see save opportunities this year. So if you drafted May, or you're looking to draft, maybe smart. Go grab Blake Parker, stash him. This way, you know, in their plan, if you have an available slot, put them both in there. Hopefully, you know, you get a save out of one of them. Best case scenario. Uh, offensively for the Twins, you know, Nelson Cruz been around forever. You know, he's going to play DH. Who knows? You know, didn't have the best of years the last couple of years. Um, you know, he struggled. His average has been down. Homers have been down. Um, you know, I don't, I don't mind him here. You know, got Max Kepler, Jorge Polanco, CJ Cron, got good pop. Mar- uh, Marvin Gonzalez, they got from uh, from Houston, or not from Houston. He was from Houston last year. Byron Buxton had a down year last year. Hopefully, he can rebound. He's got great speed. Uh, Jonathan Scope from the Orioles. I don't know. I can't remember if they acquired him or if he was a free agent. Um. Very good defensive player, uh, defensive second baseman. Um, you know, he's not a power hitter, but he's decent. Hit, you know, hits decently for average. Um, he's probably gonna hit the bottom of the order, so you know, I don't expect too much out of him RBI wise or run wise. But if you're looking for a guy for average, you want for spot starts, stuff like that. You know, go right ahead. Um, he's gonna give you always produce average wise, get some walks for you at the second base position. Uh, you know, besides that, you know, it's a fine team. They did well last year. Um, I, you know, I don't, they're not, I mean, I don't think they're winning the division. I think they're definitely going to compete, especially when they're beating up on the Royals, Tigers, and White Sox. Um, you know, a majority of their time this year. So, Twins, I'm going to guess, or I'm going to project 
I guess it is a guess, but I'm projecting they're going to finish with um, 82 to, eh. Let's go with eight. I'm going to put it flat. I'm putting 86 wins for the Twins. Um, I'm not really going to put a range. I just think 86 is a nice number. Um, they're not, they're not going to win over 90, and they're you know, they're going to be in the 80s. I think they're going to be over 500. Uh, it's just going to be tough how they do outside of division. And how they do heads up against the Indians. That's really how it's going to play out to me. Um, so, yeah. That's definitely in the um, 86. That's my number for them. I think they have a great year. I'd really pay attention to um, Marwin Gonzalez here. I think he's have a really big year for them. He did great last year in the playoffs and everything for him. Um, he's be explosive. And I'm very interested to see what happens to that closer position. Uh, I want to know if Baldelli really means he's going to just be... You know, doing going the to go in the hot hand essentially, which that's always tough for fantasy. So if you got me, pick up. Um, go ahead and pick up Blake Parker, smart player right there. And uh, to top it off, the my projected AL Central winners, the Cleveland Indians. Um, rotation, don't want to say much about it. It's pretty damn obvious. Corey Kluber, Trevor Bauer, Carlos Carrasco. Mike Clevenger, um, these guys, they've been the core four for the last, like, five seasons. Five seasons at least. Six seasons. I mean, it could be longer. I mean, at least at least five seasons. Um, you know, they've all had big years. Some of them had some down years. Obviously, Kluber's last year wasn't, you know, obviously, wasn't obviously his strongest. His strongest. But um, Bauer had a strong year. Carrasco was on fire last year. Clevenger had his moments. Only question for me about the rotation, it's not even the rotation, it's the bullpen. I don't know how I feel about Brad Hand as the closer. Um, you know, I I have you know no disrespect for Hand stuff. He's got you know great stuff. I just like him more of in a uh, like a longer relief spot or a situational spot because he is a lefty. Um, and that's just me. I mean, I'm you know they really don't have too many other options. Uh, you know, some of their their relievers. Have, from the past couple of years, are off to gone. Uh, you know, Shelby Miller, I believe, is now with the Cardinals. What are we talking about here in a minute? And who was? I'm leaving at someone else that I think is now. Um, he's uh, he's not there anymore. I f- I f- uh, Oh yeah, it just makes me a little nervous. Um, just because I, you know, obviously prefer him in a different role, but you know, it's fine. Um, the bullpen isn't as strong as it was, so I'm in hand. He's a very reliable guy, so no problem there. Their offense is going to uh, struggle early on. I mean, they have some injuries. Is this what I'm what I'm saying or what I mean? Uh, Francisco Lindor um, got a right calf strain. Uh, he should miss you know, only a couple, you know, first couple weeks of the season. Shouldn't be too much more. He should be back probably a little sooner than that. Um, and Jason Kipnis, uh, same exact thing, right calf strain. He tried to come out last week uh, for a spring training game, and pretty sure he was, I think he was even like carted off the field. Uh, so he's going to be missing some time. Um, they're saying a few weeks, you know, I expect probably about a month he'll probably be out. So right up the middle of their, you know, their infield, they're going to be taking a pretty big defensive hit as long as an offensive hit. Both those guys are solid for him. So, um, you know, obviously you had them, put them on your DL spots in fantasy. 
look to pick up, you know, some waiver wire people pay attention, um, see who, you know, their backups are and all that. Um, but once they get back, you know, they're going to be fine. Uh, the rest of the team, Jose Ramirez, Carlos Santana, you know, Hanley Ramirez, uh, you know, Hanley's still doing it, still, still out there, you know, banging. Jake Bowers, you know, I mean, offensively, you know, they're not as strong as they've been. I mean, the top, once they're fully healthy, they're going to be, you know, they'll be right back to form. They're going to probably cap out around, like, 93 wins, I would assume, something similar to, you know, last year, you know, they basically cruised to the division um, the division title. They weren't really threatened too often. You know, the Twins were there. They made a call, you know, a run here and there, but it was never really in question for the Indians. I think it's be something similar to that this year, just because they're pitching so strong and their offense is, even with the injuries early on, is solid enough to, um, to consistently score runs and um, back up the solid pitching. But yeah, so that's gonna do that's gonna do it for the AL Central. Completely, you know, all done with them. Uh, real quick, we're going to run through the NL Central. Um, that being the Brewers, Cardinals, Cubs, Pirates, and Reds. Um, not too hard. I'm gonna go with the Reds to finish last in the division. Um, I think they're gonna be. I think they'll be. They're gonna be, they'll improve a little bit. They're not gonna be as bad as they were last year. They have a bunch of young guys, young outfielders, that are gonna be up with the team this year. You know, moving up and down. With the minors, just due to options and stuff like that, you know, due to like you know needing fresh relievers, you know, however the injuries work out throughout the year, as they always do. Um, Rotation-wise, Sonny Gray, Tanner Roark, Alex Wood, uh, Anthony Disclafani. Um, the only good thing is I don't see Homer Bailey's name there. I know he was obviously in the Yasiel Puig trade. Um, you know, if you're a Reds fan, you've got to be psyched about this. This dude was absolute garbage, and he was there for far too long. I don't even understand how the man's rostered on a, on a damn MLB team. I really don't. He has stunk up the drive. I've had this guy on my fantasy team dating back like five years ago, and I, you know, all, all the talk was he's going to have it together, he's going to get it together, and I don't know, it never happened. So, congratulations, Cincinnati. Uh, you got rid of him. He's gone. You don't have to worry about him anymore. Um, their rotation, though, getting back to it, it's um, not a hit or miss. It's going to be, you know, like a, like a wait and see, see how it shakes out. Uh, Sonny Gray, um, was not very good when he was with the Yankees at all. Um, he was having a great year, pretty sure, with the A's before he came to the Yankees. And once he got here, he had, I think, two or three good starts, and then he completely fell on his face to the point where, you know, he wasn't even in the rotation anymore. He was completely taken out of it. So let's see what he does. You know, probably just being in, you know, he's probably he's a small market guy. Let's see what he does in Cincinnati, you know, if he, um, out of the big city and all that. See if he has a bounce back year. You know, I think he's be pretty mediocre. Um, it's just me, Tanner Roark. You know, it's been been serviceable everywhere he's been. Um, you know, he's he's a decent, you know, three four guy. Alex Wood, similar thing, decent three four guy. Descovani's been here for about four years now. Um, you know, there's been a lot of weight on his shoulders because rotation's been so bad. Um, now he's got some some veteran guys in front of him. Maybe it'll ease him into the role a little bit. He wanted to be dependent on so much to go out there. You know, like seen as a number one or two guy and deliver seven solid innings. You know, let him just come along, give you f- give you five or six, you know, at least five solid innings, get to the bullpen. Bullpen's pretty decent this year. Um, it's pretty deep. So 
you know, take some pressure off this guy's shoulders. I think he's having a much better season. Um, offensively, you know, Joey Votto, Yasiel Puig, Eugenio Suarez. Suarez had a great year last year. Um, uh, Jesse Winker, he's going to be a, um, he's new. He's going to be coming up. Um, I think he's with the team to start the season. Uh, but don't be surprised to see him move around a little bit up and down. Um, just depending on injuries, as I was saying, but he's a high prospect. Um, you know, Jose Peraza, Tucker Barnhart. Uh, Tucker Barnhart being one of the, I guess, the top half of the league and better um, hitting catchers. Um, so, you know, he's not bad. Daily Fantasy is always dirt cheap. Um, he's having a really cold, really cold spring so far. So, uh, just watch him early on, see if he, how long this slump lasts, see if it drags on into the season. Hopefully it doesn't. But yeah, I mean, you know, I see the Reds probably going to be around a, um, I'm capping about 72 wins. That's where I'm going to have it. Just because, I mean, this division's stacked. And, you know, where the Reds are going to be able to put up runs, and, you know, they can definitely play, their, um, their rotation is not going to be, you know, the, you know, a bunch of veteran guys, smart, serviceable guys, but are not good enough or strong enough to go up against this division and win night in and night out. You know, they're young, they'll be ready to go in a couple of years, but right now they're going to be the bottom dwellers, and, you know, it's just, what, it's just how it is sometimes. All right, moving on from the Reds. Ah, uh, this is, see, this division's tough. Um, I'm going to go with the Pirates. I'm going to go with the Pirates and have them about at about 78 to, 80, 78 to 83 wins. 78 to 83 wins, that's what I'm going to say. Um, for the Pirates, rotation's fine. No issues with the rotation at all. You know, James, James Tallian, real solid starter. Chris Archer, you know, like I've been saying, over from the Rays, was traded over there last year for uh, Tyler Glass now. And, like, um, I think there's a couple other guys in there. I don't know off the top of my head. Uh, Trevor Williams, you know, Struggled a little bit last year. Hope for some bounce back from him. Uh, Joe Musgrave doing Jordan Lyles is decent. You know, he's over from, um, I think he was in Colorado for a little bit. Um, if I'm thinking of the same Lyles, I could definitely be wrong. It's definitely possible. Um, and Felipe Vasquez is their closer. Uh, real, feel real, you know, things that have a great season. He had a real good year last year. Uh, he racked up, you know, like 25 to 30 saves, I think. I think he'd do the same thing again this year. Um, you know, offensively, you know, they're not bad offensively. You know, Francisco Cervelli, one of the, you know, top five hitting catchers, I'd say. Um, obviously, he's not top two or top three, but, you know, he's probably number five. He's fine. He's very serviceable. Um, he's one of the ties you're definitely looking at night in and night out for DFS and for a cheaper, you know, a cheaper side option if you're looking to load up at other positions. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the rotation, I mean, all these guys I could easily see you know, having like really, you know, really solid years. Like Archer, you know, his control has haunted him um, a little bit. You know, he gets up in the zone, and when he gets up in the zone, he gets hammered. So with him, I mean, that's the big thing. If he can really keep his control, um, if he can keep, yeah, if he can keep his control um, where he needs to be, then he'll have a, he'll have a solid year. Italian had a good year last year. Um, you know, a little bit. You know, very didn't really struggle at all. I mean, the team just let him down at times. That's basically, you know, that's how that goes. Trevor Williams, you know, he he struggled a bit at times early on last year. I think he finished the season pretty strong. Joe Musgrave, he's been around forever. Um, you know, he's completely fine, serviceable guy. 
So, I mean, the rotation, um, you know, it's probably top two in this division, I'd probably say. If not, if not the best. Probably compare, you know, with them and the Cubs, I'd probably put one, two. Um, so, I mean, their, their offense, at, at this point, it's, it comes down to offense, in my opinion. Uh, Adam Frazier, second base, we got a lot of hype coming out of camp. You know, he had a decent... Some decent bat at bats last year when he was up the team. Um, apparently, people are really high on him. Um, gonna kind of sit back and wait on him. Obviously, he should be rostered by almost every league, but for for DFS purposes, um, now I'm gonna wait and see on him. Wait and see, you know, a couple weeks how it's going. Uh, Star uh, Starling Marte. I mean, the guy. You can't say anything bad about the guy. Uh, besides, you know, a couple years ago, the whole you know PD situation, but. Besides that, I mean, he's one of the better hitting outfielders. Uh, guy's always on, you know, hits for power. You know, he can move. He can run. Great defender. Uh, you know, Corey Dickerson. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Dickerson. I'm pretty sure he's a lefty. Uh, has, he can hit for power. Um, when he goes, when he starts hunting power, though, his average drops significantly. Um, I saw that. Um, don't want to know. I'm. I mean, I'm referencing them all the, all the time. I'm a Tampa Bay Ray fan. Don't ask why. Just a long time ago. Um, but I've seen a lot of these guys that can see. You know, obviously move around a lot. I've seen them play for at least a year or two. And Dickerson had a really good year with us. But uh, you know, at times when it was crunch time, and you know he was up with a big big hit situation, um, you can start. You see, he starts hacking. He starts really going for the uppercut. He really digs for the homer, and it's really hit or miss. Um, but you can't go wrong with him defensively. Um, and when he is settled in in there, he's very streaky. Very streaky hitter. Uh, Josh Bell, Leinches and all. I mean, the line, the line is fine. It's not as strong as the rest of the division. I mean, it's not even close. But, it's. I mean, with the pitching staff, I mean, there's going to be games where like, they can go on a, a you know a couple couple big runs here if their pitching stays, um, stays together. You know, they don't lose... You know, Italian doesn't go down for, you know, a month or something, or Archer, you know. Um, but, yeah, it's 80, you know, 78 to 83 wins just because of the rest of the division. But I think there's a couple guys you really want to keep a look at, you know, an eye on on the Pirates for, like, daily fantasy purposes. Uh, now it comes down to Brewers, Cardinals, and Cubs. Uh, it's going to be the Brewers next. They're finished third in the division. Um... And the offense is ridiculous. Lorenzo Cain, Christian Yelich, Ryan Braun, Travis Shaw, Jesus Aguilar. And then they acquired Yasmani Grandal from the Dodgers. I mean, only they acquired him. I think they just, pretty sure they just signed him. I think he was a free agent. Um, but, I mean, that lineup's just absolutely ridiculous. Yelich was unbelievable last year. Lorenzo Cain is, you know, He's ridiculously fast, solid outfielder, leadoff man, gets on base all the time, um, almost never gets hurt. Ryan Braun, only issue with him is he's always getting hurt. Or, you know, no, actually, no, he's always getting hurt. Um, I think he had it. I think he's played the full season in quite some time. But when he's around, guy's a monster. Travis Shaw had a great year last year. Um, I mean, that's that top four with, like, a Mike Moustakas, Yasmani Grandal, Orlando Arcia. Like, these guys, like, that offense is insane. But it comes down to their pitching. Once again, why well, I think they're going to fall short. 
Um, I finished third. They were finished 85 to 88 wins, in my opinion. Uh, you know, Julie Chacon, solid pitcher. But besides him, I mean, like behind him, like Freddie Peralta, like, okay, he's all right. Brandon Woodruff had a, an okay year. You know, Zach Davies, not a good number five. Or he's like he's not even a good number five at this point. Um, close to Josh Hader, you gotta find your last year. He throws throws hard. Um, you know he's gonna be given a lot of opportunities there. I mean, he throws heat. I understand. Uh, he you know, he'll be fine. and close in the back end, but it's just how many times is the offense gonna be able to get them to that point? Because there's going to be times where the pitching staff is going to put up a dud. They're going to, you know, which with most teams, obviously. But I just, I mean, in this division with a rotation that rivals second worst, I'd say, with the Reds. Um, but an offense that is probably, you know, I mean, it's obviously top three, but it's possibly top two, depending on how things shake out the Cardinals. Um, you know, that's where it is. They're just... It just comes down to starting pitching, and that's where a lot of teams hurt this year, uh, starting pitching. So, you know, the Brewers load up offensively, and they're just going to try and outscore you. And nine, you know, probably eight, seven, eight times out of ten, they're going to do it. But, you know, the, you know, it's not sustainable. It's just not. Uh, moving on. I really like the Brewers, though. Um, big fan of Christian Yelich. Just, just putting that out there. Uh, all right, between the Cardinals and the Cubs. Um, a lot of people are talking about the Cardinals winning this division. I don't see it. Um, and for me, it comes down to starting pitching. Obviously, they're... Eh, it's not going to come down to... Eh, I mean... Yeah, 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 starting pitching. Yeah, I'm, I'm comparing the two, just looking at them really quick, but... No, it's be starting pitching because the Cardinals' offense is just insane. Similar to the Brewers, uh, I mean, Matt Carpenter, c- consistent. It's all you can say about him. Paul Goldschmidt, the guy for the Diamondbacks, guy's an absolute stud. Uh, Marcelo Zuna, who got here last year, was with Miami. I mean, the guy's one of the streakiest hitters I've ever seen. Yadier Molina behind the plate, it's as solid as it comes. Paul DeJong, very surprising. Someone to look at, especially for daily fantasy and in some deeper fantasy leagues. I bet he's not owned. Um, I would take a look. He's a solid bench guy to have for um, like spot starts. Um, but offense is dangerous, and I mean the bullpen, like their rotation's not that bad. You know, like uh, you know Jack Flaherty. All right, like Mike Michael Walker, Adam Wainwright. Those guys have been there for like you know they've been there forever. Um, they're true veterans. They're you know they're cardinals. They're they're gonna be there probably till they retire. Um, like Miles Mikolas, like the, you know they're a mix of veterans and and um, and younger players, which is good to have. You know, good to have. Um, what's that like? Um, like a like a, like a not disparity, but like a eh, fuck it. Um, it's just good to have. You know, a nice blend of the two. You know, get some veteran leadership to talk. You know. Bringing the young guys along, which you know I do like, and their closer Andrew Miller is with the Indians. Um, you know, he's been with the Indians, with the Yankees. Um, you know him and Jordan Hicks are probably going to be seeing split time, similar to what the Twins are saying they're doing uh, with the closer position. And also, I think the Diamondbacks are doing that with, uh, or I'd watch out for the Diamondbacks to be doing that with 
uh, Holland and Archie Bradley. But I think they did name Holland the starter. I mean the um, the closer starting the season, but. I'd watch. I think, you know, Archie, they're going to give Bradley um, a couple more opportunities to get that job back. So, but uh, I'll talk about that tomorrow. That's tomorrow's podcast. Um, talking about the the West. But, but yeah, um, you know, rotation's fine. It's, you know, it's I'm not putting it up against. I think the Pirates is better. I think the Cubs is better. Um, but, I mean, it's definitely ahead of the Reds. You know, it's third best. And, and that's fine. And their offense it's, it's going to be similar to the Brewers. You know, they're going to, you know, more, the rotation is going to surprise people, I think, more than the Brewers' rotation is because I think they're going to come along strong as the season goes on. It always seems to be that way with the damn Cardinals. Um, they're always there come September. No matter how bad their team plays at any point during the season, they always seem to be in playoff contention. So, you know, I have um, no doubt in my mind they're going to be there, like, the last couple of weeks, still right, you know, looking for the division, um, especially with that offense. I mean, it's just absolutely insane. But I'm a Cardinals probably 88 to 94 wins because I think, yeah, 88 to 94, probably right around 90 is going to probably, um, because I mean, I think they're definitely taking a, a wild card spot. I just don't think they're winning the division. I think the Cubs are prime for a ridiculous season. Uh, so I mentioned the, the Cubs, uh, get right into it. Uh, Chris Bryant, Anthony Rizzo, Javier Baez, Kyle Schwarber. And Schwarber, I think, is going to have an insane season this year. I mean, if you look at it, he's a horrible hitter against left-handed pitching. And um, in the division, as as everything's looking right now in everyone's rotation, that I'm just spanning over really quick, there's four lefties in this entire division of starting pitching, and three of them are on the Cubs. So, Schwarber, who absolutely destroys right-handed pitching, is only going to have to face one lefty in division, as, I mean, as things are, as you know, as of right now. And you play almost, you know, the majority of your games are in division, and slated in right now, it's Alex Wood on the Reds. So, um, you know, I'll be primed for him to have a monster season. And I mean, you know, Jason Hayward, you know, he's he was given a ton of money. Uh, you know, he needs to have a very big year um, this year to really, you know, have because they're gonna, they're playing him. They you know, they can't not play him with the money he's getting. So, uh, him, I think you know, I think he's gonna have a rebound year. Him, Albert, sorry, Albert Amora Jr., um, very good defensive player. Uh, and their their lineup one to eight is. I mean, you know, Wilson Contreras, you know, he's, he's a fine, he's a pretty decent hitter. Ben Zobrist, um, he can hit 40 times, you know, good second baseman, you know, good defender, could play four or five different positions, which is, you know, phenomenal for you. Fill in, you know, give people rest, stuff like that. Um, you know, I think some of these guys would have really big numbers. I think Schwarber's going to have a really huge season. I think he's going to hit about, you know, 35 homers, possibly more. Uh, Rizzo and Bryant always put out ridiculous numbers. Javier Baez had a huge season last year. So I think a lot of these guys are, you know, going to really repeat against some of these pitching staffs in division. I think they're really primed to make a huge run. I think they can go pretty far in the playoffs. Uh, pitching staff, I mean, you got John Lester, you know, solid. You know, he gets stolen on left and right, but, you know, he's very strong on the mound. Just, you know, whatever, that's stealing shit. It doesn't. 
you know, it's big stats-wise, so if you have any fast guys or really anyone um, when Lester's pitching uh, that you think he has any type of speed, I mean, guarantee Goldschmidt's going to steal off him five or six times this year. It's a fact. Goldschmidt stole a good number of bags down in Arizona. Uh, so, I mean, Lester, numbers-wise, could give you good shit. Um, uh, I don't, you know, there's no penalty, I don't think, for getting stolen bases on you or anything, but, you know, if anyone's on, you know, just be aware. You know, it does get in his head at times, but, I mean, Lester's, you know, solid as, solid, solid as they come. You uh, Darvish, Cole Hamels, Kyle Hendricks, Jose Quintana, I mean, there's way worse other, you know, wayward starters, like number five type starters in the league than Jose Quintana. Especially with that lineup, he's going to have plenty of run support, and he's going to be on a short leash. Um, Cubs have a very strong um, bullpen this year. Uh, extremely strong. Um, so, I mean, yeah, there's, I think there's a couple injuries in the in the, in the in the bullpen right now, but that's nothing I would be too concerned about. I think uh, Pedro Strope, their closer, um, yeah, you know, an injured hamstring, but it, all reports are saying he should be good for opening day. Uh, you know, who knows? They might even they might not even need him opening day, depending on how many runs they put up, or if they get absolutely not, you know, annihilated. You know, it's, it is baseball. There's no real predicting it. But Cubs, I think, I think the Cubs would have. I mean, I was gonna say over 100 wins, but the way this division set, I think they're probably gonna cap out around 98, um, 95 to 98 for sure. Hope for over 100. That is if they go on some insane run, um, you know, able to dominate the division. But, you know, as, you know, even more significantly than I expect them to. But, yeah, that is my breakdown of the AL, the NL Central. Um, I'll be doing another one of these, uh, part three, tomorrow morning, uh, bright and early before I get to work. I'll um, I'll make sure I have my coffee this morning so I don't sound completely shot. But, uh, but yeah, um, so stay tuned for that. Hope you guys enjoy this one, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. I'm out.